This is the show where tomorrow's generation reject dystopia, abandon utopia, and instead embrace protopia, where each day we take small steps to make tomorrow better than yesterday. Generation Protopia is brought to you by Proteus Theatre. To find out more about what they do, visit ProteusTheatre.com Who is joining the conversation today? Poppy, I'm 17 and I study politics, law and drama at A-level. And Phoebe, I am also 17 and I study sociology, product design and photography at A-level. In this edition, we will talk about mental health and well-being. Lockdown has been a demanding time for everybody. We are social creatures, so staying at home has been hard. The loss of freedom meant it could be challenging to look after ourselves, mentally and physically. Many young people felt worried and lonely, and many older people were afraid to leave their homes, even as lockdown started to lift. So, Phoebe, my first question to you is, how has lockdown changed your well-being? I think that I have become a lot more aware of both my physical and mental yeah. well-being. Yeah, same. Yeah, I've taken a lot of action for both. I've started working out more and being a lot more aware of my mental health and how I'm actually feeling. I'm a very anxious person. I have anxiety and I have taken this time to take it into my own hands and re- really deal with it. So, feeling lockdown provided an opportunity for you? Yeah, I think so. I think that it's made me look at how I'm feeling and it's made me take action. And actually, I can't have as many excuses of, oh, I'm, I've got college today, I can't do it. And instead, I actually take action and go, why shouldn't I do it? I'm just in my house all day. And, Poppy, what about you? Um, I mean, I'm not a very physically active person I don't know why I think I just like don't have time I did obviously do like regular exercise when it was not lockdown and um, but I think in lockdown I did like a lot more walks and bike rides and I think like mentally to be honest I think it was quite good for me as well because I think I find college very stressful and I think like yeah it just gave me an opportunity to do the work at my own pace but it did also mean that I had to motivate myself which is was hard and I'm sure like Phoebe like you know we've had conversations about how hard it is to motivate yourself and I think it's something like a third of students like haven't done any of the work or most of the work you know that was set and I don't blame them but um you know I don't have any mental illnesses that are diagnosed but I definitely think that there were periods where I would get a little bit sad you know what I mean and a little bit lonely in a sense especially during like April that we're in like the midst of it but yeah. Phoebe 
Did it make a big difference in your life not being able to socialise in person with your friends? Definitely, because I have a very close friend who I spent, I mean, every day with. She's a big rock in my life. And at the start of lockdown, we called every single day. Mm. And basically all the time, she motivated me to do the work that Mm. I couldn't do. She calmed me down a lot when I'd get very anxious and not being able to see her in person was difficult. But I actually think almost in a way it was good for me because I Mm. had to rely on myself and actually had to learn the things that made me calm myself down. And Phoebe, are you now more able to rely on yourself? It's definitely still a journey. I'm learning techniques and being more self-aware every day. I have ups and downs, but I definitely think before lockdown, I was a lot less independent. Popping, what were the things you missed most when we all had to stay at home? I think socialising as well seeing my friends and going out and doing stuff I don't have the most amount of friends ever but um the friends that I do have are very good friends that I've had for years and I think I also actually I really miss doing ethos there I think that was difficult I think family as well I mean like a lot of my family is in Yorkshire or in the Midlands you know they are a drive away but I think like it would have been nice to see them you know like (laughs) My nana hasn't gone outside in nearly five months. Like she has not left at all. You know, we do usually see my grandparents at East and we didn't get to see that, do that, sorry. So I will have seen them once or twice this year, which, you know, is, is a shame. I think going to college, in a sense, I didn't really miss that as much. I think a bit of working, actually, even though like I complain about my job all the time. Like I do enjoy waitressing. I miss that as well. Yeah. Those are the things that make it normal. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? And then when you don't have yeah. that sense of and normality. And the things that were so normal, they yeah. were like, you wouldn't even question that they no. wouldn't be there. Yeah. Like even like going to like the bus or like the train station exactly. in the morning. Do you know what I mean? Like silly exactly. things like that. Which like I hate, but like they were a routine. I think that's why I miss like a bit of a routine. Phoebe, did you go out at all during lockdown? Well, I'm a real homebody. <laughs> I love my home and I'm, I'm one of those people that if you wrap me in a weighted blanket and and yeah. put me in a small room, I'm just like, oh, yeah. I'm so calm right now. Yeah. But um, so I loved being at home. I didn't really go out much. I still don't. I'm very close to my friends and aware of them. And so yeah. if they want to see me, I went out for them, but um, not so much for me. So no, I think I was one of those people who was slightly less affected by the having to stay in your home thing. I think I have been... Like obviously I didn't go out until we could see group of six because like my main core friends that I have at like college and had at school, we are at six, which is quite lucky. So I, as soon as we could do that, we did. And so now I've been seeing my friends every Saturday, which has been quite good because obviously like the routine, but also like it gets us all out the house and a couple of my friends do struggle with anxiety and depression and, and stuff like that. So I think more for them than me, but equally I enjoy it. And I, I think I am a bit more sociable. Okay. You said you missed your job, even though you complain about it a lot. Did you spend any time complaining about being at home with your family? A little bit, yeah, yeah, I did. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think, like, I love my parents. I tolerate my sister. But, you know, I think also we all need our own space. I don't know if we're slightly unusual in that we are all quite individualistic. You know, my dad is quite funny. He would like, (laughs) when he was working from home, 
he literally if you were to like go into like the kitchen and put like a plate down or like just say like hello he'd be like oh my god why are you talking to me I'm <laughs> concentrating do you know what I mean and it would be that thing of like oh for god's sake so you know and I and it's not anything against them but I think it's just like we all need our own space and we don't have the largest house so that wasn't always an option but equally I have really enjoyed going for walks with my mum and Sophia when she actually leaves her room um <laughs> Sophia's been the worst though like she's yeah siblings I mean it's a completely yeah. different thing like yeah. oh my gosh like she she just won't she just doesn't leave and I get it you know because she you know she always so struggles with anxiety and I understand that aspect but it's also it's just very odd you know what I mean I think I think she loved it I think she loved it I mean, how did you find it with your siblings then? Did you find I mean, that they were... Oh my gosh, it was difficult. The thing with me is that all my siblings are older. But it's not their home anymore, really. Like, I say yeah. this, I'm like, it's not your home. It's my <laughs> home. It's your you've parents' left, home. Okay, you've left. Like, yeah. you don't get to come exactly. back. And, yeah. Like, it's your parents' home. It's my house. I've never left this house, mm. you know. But with my siblings now, we have a sibling relationship. But we're expected to have a friend's relationship now because we're older. If we argue, it's a big deal, you know. Yeah. Of, like oh, you, okay, if yeah. you argue, it's probably like normal. Yeah, yeah. She's like, she's like just like in puberty. You know yeah. I mean? So that's like, she's just always angry at me, and I'm like, I don't know what you want me to say, yeah. but, but yeah, no, I yeah, I can appreciate. It was probably a lot different in that respect. Puberty can be hard going. How might you have provided support to your sister or to your friends when you could not see them? In person. I think with with my younger sister, we did have conversations. We still do have conversations, and she explains to me, you know, how she's feeling, and and we can talk about it. And she doesn't always like the things that I say, but actually, my role as an older sibling is to sometimes say things that she doesn't want to hear, but also things that my parents can say to her. I think she she does definitely look up to me, and definitely does rely on me, and I completely understand that. And I she did very well in the lockdown you know she did stay on top of her work and she was given a lot bearing in mind how old she is I think it was just also like she did need an almost routine so you know we would watch like most of the Harry Potter movies on like a Sunday oh, night or yeah. whatever and every Monday before like my accident <laughs> we would go on like a bike ride yeah so we did stuff like that together and that gave her like physical getting up and yeah I, th- I think with my friends it was slightly different so we did make an effort to FaceTime weekly, but then also checking up on them, making sure they're okay. And then like when we did meet, we did like this like, how are you feeling type thing. Like So we've been doing that and I think we've been open and honest with each other because we can be. Phoebe, you say your siblings are older than you. In your view, has lockdown had a different impact on your generation compared to different age groups? If so, how? Yeah, I definitely think it's a completely different experience for me to them. From me and the one above me, it's a five-year age gap. All of my siblings are millennials. And I'm not. I'm a different generation. I have different views. I have different ways of being. My sister above me is in university. Mm. She's been in university for two years now. My other siblings are all working. That's a completely different experience to me who hasn't really worked out what I want to do in the future. Like, I'm only in college. I'm not even doing I'm in my year of exams in college. I'm in my first year of college, yeah, you know. Exactly. That is a completely different experience. And I've 
definitely experienced that with my siblings. It's difficult to relate in that. And I also think that this experience of lockdown and isolation and whatnot has made the difference a lot bigger. My sister, she's in uni, she's done two years of uni and she's going to do a year of an industry. Her worries at the moment are where where am I going to live? Where am I going to go work? Oh, I can't go abroad to go work. My worries at the moment are, oh, am I going to get the grades that allow me to have a future? And my, my brother, his his worries are like, oh my gosh, I have no work. I'm on furlough. Like, mm. is this work even going to come back? I'm like, oh my gosh, my future aspirations are going to change completely because there's not going to be those jobs anymore. You know, mm. he's in that thinking about that. I'm thinking more long term in the future he's thinking right now you know i think it's a very different view of how this is going to affect us no probably or um obviously i do have times where it's not brilliant but the last time that it wasn't brilliant was probably in college anyway so because i've been out of college that hasn't been the case. I think the thing I struggle with is stress. Do you find college stressful? Yes, very. <laughs> oh my God, like the most stressful ever. Like yeah. it's, I find that a lot of people dismiss it because, it, oh, you know, it's like just education. It's not actual work. Like how, what, what are you stressed about? But you know, it's like I was explaining to my parents, it's like, when will I get a break? Because yeah. this summer I am doing extra work. I'm having to catch up on like revision materials and consolidation and you know I'm also doing an EPQ so I'm also doing that and then the October half term I know I will be given work and then Christmas it's like you start revising so when do I get a break and I don't know if I necessarily do really yeah that's a massive thing so I think actually in a way like the lockdown meant that I could be a bit more lenient with the hours that I did and I think I worked longer hours probably but it because I did slightly longer hours during the week I very rarely did work during the weekend. So, no, I don't think my mental health has changed significantly, but I think it will be interesting to see what happens next year because I'm all, I don't know if this is the same for you, Phoebe, but I'm already very apprehensive mm. and very nervous about next year. So, yeah. Phoebe, are you feeling anxious about next year as well? Yeah, I mean, I don't know who couldn't be doing yeah. <laughs> their A-levels yeah. next year. I mean, yeah. Why is that? For me, I'm hard on myself, but in a way that it's like, I call it my devil on my shoulder. It kind of persuades me that I'm doing terribly. Yeah. And I really need to go talk to teachers and then yeah. be like, oh, you're doing fine, like the, Phoebe. The kind of like validation almost exactly. that you're doing all right. Yeah. Exactly. And I think that not having that in lockdown has mm. made me even more anxious about next year because. I'm constantly like, oh wait, am I yeah, am I doing yeah, okay? Yeah. Am I gonna have the stuff for next year? Am I have do I have the content? Yeah. Do I have the grades? You know? Yeah, it's like it's like predicted grades. Don't we like I appreciate you know yours, but I don't know mine yet. And I get mine the first week that we go back. So I go back on the, like the first of September and then we're doing like online meetings. You know, I have done like assessments and stuff, but like for things like law where we had weekly assessments and they were all over the place, I think I have no idea. Yeah. And it is a, that thing of not knowing where we were. I That was stressful. And that yeah. was a bit like, I didn't feel like I could ask my teachers for that. I did only because I think I just have supportive teachers generally. Yeah, yeah. I think that though, I will find it 
difficult going back now mm. I'm someone who needs to find a rhythm you know mm. and like finding that rhythm before like lockdown I wasn't in college for very long mm. but now I've definitely found it in lockdown why will you not be able to keep your rhythm at college next year I think because everything I'm doing at the moment literally everything because you can't be in person everything is over technology and for me I do product design right most of my thing half of it at least is workshop mm. i've done nothing I've yeah done for like four or five literally months. nothing and i'm like are you joking the rhythm is going to be completely upheaved like so i know from college that i'm going back in september and i'm going back two hours a week for each lesson yeah sorry i do coursework yeah i have to be in there doing coursework and stuff my rhythm isn't going to be all technology and stuff because i take coursework subjects that's why my rhythm isn't going to go because it doesn't work because I'm not going to be doing all written. I'm going to be doing practicals. Practical, yeah. Poppy, do you think that there will be a longer-term impact on your well-being from all that has happened in recent months? I think because we are both in education, yes, because, you know, going back to what Phoebe was saying earlier about the fact that we are working for a long-term Thing. you know we yeah. are working to get grades to determine like <laughs> our future yeah the other thing as well is obviously I appreciate the likelihood of us going into a second like nationwide lockdown is very unlikely because of you know the economic impacts but local lockdowns is something that could happen yeah. and you know like Phoebe was saying about like the whole rhythm thing I'm going back for three hours a day so you know it's like what if I do that for three or four weeks and then I have to go into a local lockdown and then my rhythm is thrown off yeah and like Phoebe I also do a practical subject so I also do drama yeah I was supposed to do an exam in May that didn't happen so I am going to have three practical exams next year and that is a lot to do it doesn't sound like it but it is on top of revision and everything else and still learning so I think Probably long term, it's going to really depend on what happens. I think it's going to depend on what the guidance is, what they decide to do about exams, because there's a lot of talk about that. Yeah. And I think probably the stress levels, because there is going to be a lot more work because yeah. of the practical side of things. They're probably mentally, it's going to be very draining, very stressful, very exhausting. It is going to make me very anxious. I'm probably going to have less time to therefore do exercise. So probably physically I'll get wider and wider. Do you know what I mean? So, (laughs) yeah. Phoebe, is that a concern for you as well? Oh, yeah. I mean, like, (laughs) oh, my gosh. I personally think that my mental health will be better than before. Genuinely, because I've taken the chance to work on my mental health and having something that is diagnosed like anxiety it's different yeah but my mental health during this whole thing i mean my stress levels yeah through the roof <laughs> like but next year and having that all i mean mm. the concern the stress that is all going to affect mm. my mental health i'm sure and yeah i mean oh my gosh Phoebe, do you think that mental health and well-being are given enough attention and value in our lives I think it depends on Mm. the person completely because in society there's a long way to go but from years ago it's so much better and I really do think that especially from this time carried on it's going to just be getting more and more a core of our value system. And you popping? Yeah I agree I think like probably my secondary school had more support in a way 
for yeah. mental health and there was much more of an emphasis especially when when it came to GCSEs and leaving and I haven't experienced the same support in college so I think in that sense like it's a lot more kind of like you need to recognize the signs and go and help yourself and no I'd be interested to see how like a man has dealt with it because yeah. I th- still think that there is a lot longer to go in terms of supporting men yeah. with their mental health and making sure that they are being heard and listened to and that the support is there but again I, I have a lot of support in my family too so personally I haven't had to worry too much about that we are going to end our conversation here I would like you now to consider our conversation about mental health and well-being and make a commitment to building Protopia. Phoebe, you first, please. I think growing on ourselves and making ourselves better is the main thing that we should be doing. Personally, what I want to do is make myself the best me I can be. Yeah. And I think that's what other people should be doing. Yeah. And that is how we get better as yeah. a society. And you, Poppy. I completely agree with Phoebe. I think also telling people that there is support from a young age. Yeah. You know, like giving people the opportunity to be expressing themselves when they're younger. Thank you, Poppy, for your contribution. And thank you, Phoebe, for taking part in the conversation today. And thank you who have listened. We appreciate you joining us for Generation Protopia. We thank you for your time and we look forward to your company in the next edition. Until the next time we meet, goodbye.